Okay, so do you want to uh, begin the proceedings? I do. Okay, bless you. If you have already liked, subscribed, and followed This Is Truly News, what the heck is wrong with you? That's what my first thought really that was, honestly, it. Thank you. Uh, if you haven't, do that. It's very simple. You just like us, you subscribe to us, and you follow us. You'll probably get some sort of, you know, weird stuff in your email about it. Yeah, that's fine. No no big deal. If if you don't really actually like us at all, still like, subscribe, and follow, and then just, mm. you know, zap us. If we're so Open boring and not funny, do it anyway. Yeah. Open it, and then just delete it. There we go. We be, otherwise, you have you can watch it if you wanna and and like join in on I the. Don't really money. understand that, but okay, carry on. Hey, we the talking. snappy repartee is worth the price of admission. Don't say snappy after we did the tortoise story. Okay? Oh yeah, there is that. <laughs> this is true, really news with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true, really, as far as you know. A Buddhist temple in central Thailand has been left without monks. After oh. all it after all its holy men failed drug tests. Oh. And were defrocked. Oh. I didn't know they were frocking in the first place. Oh, they've been frocked for a long time. <laughs> Wouldn't they be unfrocked at that point? I watch Kung Fu, man. Disfrocked. You're frocked. Four four months four monks, including an abbot. At the temple. They wait a minute. No wait, 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 Costello. wait, wait, back up. What? There's a monk. Yeah. There's I'm thinking monks. I'm thinking Shaolin. Yeah. They're Buddhist. Okay. An abbot. Well, they call him an abbot in English. They do at St. John's too. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm confused. It doesn't matter. I was on St. John's as Roman Catholic, but what do I know? He's the head monk. Wait, hang on. <coughs> Thank God for that cost switch. That's going to happen today, by the way. Oh, good. Sorry. Four monks, including an abbot. Do you find noises for that, too? Yes. Well, oh, yes. Most of the good. time. At a temple in the Pechabun province's Bungsam Fan district. Wow. Tested positive for That's right up the I-80, right? Yeah, it is. They were taking methamphetamines. I think it was to help them meditate. Doesn't, doesn't meth jack you? Uh-huh. So, yeah, I could see that for meditation purposes. Well, you know, there was a Bodhidharma uh, went to China and was a little upset with the monks there because they weren't physically fit enough to meditate the hours a day he would meditate. And he was working with them. That's when he started teaching them martial arts. Oh, see, I could meditate for hours and hours. Yeah. Some might call it sleeping. <laughs> I like meditating. I'm a meditation rocks the monks, a little bit after lunch a little meditation a little meditation there i took one yeah. the other night and my wife thought i died <laughs> did she poke you with a hockey stick though <laughs> no but she came down and pounded on the door and apparently i didn't i couldn't hear it the mere so mention she, of that still makes my youngest <laughs> granddaughter laugh out loud she comes she comes into the room and she's going scott scott <laughs> then she hits me and i don't i don't respond she thinks well he's breathing so i don't think he's dead shoves me a second time what <laughs> Dead people hardly ever are breathing. So what? Oh, maybe he's had a stroke, and I'm gonna have to. Well, oh, no, yeah, this is gonna, is he drooling anywhere? Well, typically. No. Anyway, the monks have been sent to rehab for meth. <laughs> right. The temple is now empty of monks, so there's a dearth of monks. They're monkless. 
And nearby villagers are concerned they cannot do any merit-making. Now, merit-making involves worshipers donating food to monks as a good deed. They've got to do good things, right? This is a works-based Yeah, but I'm guessing you've probably got a lot of good deeds done while you were giving them the stuff to make the meth, so... (laughs) Right? More monks will be sent to the temple to allow villagers to practice their religious obligations. I mean, did they, in fact, cook the meth there, is what I'm wondering? I, I have no idea. It's they tested positive for me methamphetamine. Now. Maybe they were making meth. Thailand's a major transit country for uh, meth, flooding in from Myanmar's troubled Shan state via Laos. That's according to the United Nations Office on Drugs and Crime. And if there is, is Myanmar as... the same as Myanmar in my head? Yes. Did I say Myanmar? Yeah. Well, it's because I own it. I mean, it sounded very exotic. So on the street, pills sell less uh, for less than twenty baht. That's around seventy-four cents. Really? Yeah. So I'm thinking they were probably buying them. It's pretty dang cheap for a drug addiction. Right? Authority. You can't go broke. Authorities here, if you want to get something, it's like 50 bucks a pop. Well, if you got four monks, you know, what you're doing is you got some buying power there. (laughs) They could probably negotiate a deal. So this would be like the Dallas Buyers Club, only a little different. Yeah. yeah. Authorities across Southeast Asia have made record meth seizures in recent years. (laughs) Tony, off to you. Oh, that spinning noise you hear is David Carradine. I'm sure of it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, now I can't do the one story I wanted to do. I'll save that for the last one because mm. it was cute and following methed up monks. I'm not sure. <laughs> Meth monks. Elk Rapids, Michigan, a village north in northern Michigan. Yeah. Yep. The village manager has resigned after an investigation of $32,000 in mistaken payroll payments to public workers went, well, public. The error in Elk Rapids occurred on October of 21, but the public was in the dark for nearly a year until a resident began asking some questions, according to the Traverse City Record Eagle. How much are we paying these frauds? Well, at least less than that. The newspaper said 15 grand of that still has not been repaid. Nearly, count them, 40 people got extra pay because the village mistakenly debited bank accounts twice, according to the investigation. So, yes, about 40 people got paid twice. They think it was a bonus? October bonus happens a lot. Hey, you know, the the old Halloween bonus is a big deal. Right? And they're city workers, so they probably felt entitled to the money. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Rob. The mistake was not immediately... <laughs> The mistake was not. I'll watch the door behind you. Yeah, she's not here, but she could get here fast. (laughs) The mistake was not immediately reported to the village council or the public. Well, I was kind of. There's your first mistake. If you're not going to tell the council about it, I'm pretty sure you're not going to broadcast it to the rest of the people who. Yeah, but you got to tell somebody and be out front, up front. So they didn't tell anybody. It was not quickly fixed, according to attorney Scott Howard's report. A village oh, manager, nice. Brian Grisbeck's resignation was accepted by the council mm. Monday night. Another official was reprimanded. And a third, Carrie Janice, was suspended for two weeks without pay, which basically evens her out the, if she was one of the 40. Yeah, there you go. According to <laughs> Howard's assuming report. they pay twice a month. Is what yeah, I'm I am, yeah. <laughs> According to the report, Howard's report, he said the buck has got to stop with the village manager. Jim Janice. Hmm. Hmm. Suppose he's any related to Carrie? Hmm. Hmm. Was village president, who was village president, had pledged before the November election 
to repay any money that hadn't been returned by village employees. Okay. And they're like almost halfway there now. He lost his re-election bid. I'm shocked. Uh, Jim Janice, by the way, is related to Carrie. Well, not by blood. They're married. Oh, okay. Carrie well, was that's... Carrie was the village. Um, she was the village treasurer when the boo boo happened. I see. She's now the zoning administrator, which leads me to think there could be some entertaining zoning things coming out soon. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. Keep an eye on that, would you? Wow. <laughs> Missed it by that much. New York Times. Headline. Scientists say Earth's warming could set off wide disruptions. That's okay. I could be a little less wide. I'm, I'm okay with disrupted. Yeah, this is William K. Stevens, September 18th, 1995. Oh, they're getting closer. You ready? Yeah. A continuing rise in average global sea level, which is likely to amount to more than a foot and a half by the year 2100. This say the scientists would inundate parts of many heavily populated river deltas and the cities on them, making them uninhabitable and would destroy many beaches around the world. <sighs> A foot and a half. Are you ready? At the most likely rate of rise, some experts say, most of the beaches on the East Coast of the United States would be gone in 25 years. So this is 1995. Let's do the math together because we both suck at Oh, five. Yep. 15. Uh-huh. And five is 20. Uh-huh. What is this again? This is 1995, 2020. And guess what? The beaches are still there. Doggone it. What the heck? Stupid beaches. Call Mike Dime. Let's have him check the beaches. He's down at Myrtle Beach now. The Let's dumb beaches. What's the? They're, they're already disappearing at an average of two to three feet per year. So right about now, they're tying up boats in Pennsylvania <sighs> and Montana. Yeah, missed it by that much. So close. <laughs> A redeeming story from Los Angeles. Ha Baker Mayfield. Won his first game after being there for 48 hours. Two redeeming stories out of California, then. <laughs> a young lady named Madeline with a healthy child's imagination and an amazingly perceptive awareness of bureaucracy. Okay. You know how bureaucracy generally just takes a dream and smashes it on the rocks of a beach that's now underwater? Yes. Yeah. Well, well Madeline... Isn't. Got her wish. She asked the L.A. Animal Control Authorities for a license to own a unicorn, should she ever find one. <laughs> this kid's planning ahead. I like it. <laughs> the first of its kind permit came with some strings attached, however, because, let's come on, it's California. I, are you sure there wasn't a little glitter to go with it? Oh, hang on. Oh, the mythical creature must be provided ample exposure to sunlight moonbeams and rainbows must have its horn polished at least once a month with a soft cloth <laughs> somebody somebody's very cute <laughs> director marcia maeda of the county department of animal care and control who that's probably the only bright spot she's had in her entire career right sent the girl a heart-shaped rose-colored metal tag with permanent unicorn license emblazoned on it along with a white fuzzy unicorn doll with pink ears Purple hooves and a silver horn. I want one of those. Yes, I like that color combination. I, I would really love that, except my youngest granddaughter would steal it. The department's response came after the girl wrote in a brief letter, and we're talking brief letter, Dear L.A. County, I would like your approval if I can have a unicorn in my backyard, if I can find one. 
Maeda commended the girl for her sense of responsible pet ownership to seek permission in advance. That was very political of you. Yeah. She also yeah. she also yeah. commended her for thoughtfully considering the requirements of providing a loving home to aminals. I like that idea. The agency posted images of the correspondence, the license, the medallion, and the, the stuffed toy in its social media accounts. Um, its five conditions for unicorn ownership also required one other. What? That any sparkles or glitter sprinkled on the animal must be non-toxic and biodegradable, <laughs> and that it should be fed watermelon at least once a week. <laughs> <laughs> That's so Right there, cute. almost made California politics human right there. All, almost, almost almost except for you got to ask them permission to have a pet yeah lots of unicorn that's don't care that horn can if do you're damage. not if you're not mistreating the unicorn and if it's not destroying anyone else's property shut up i think everyone should be able to own a unicorn yeah. if they want to without having to ask yeah now if you want to license them afterwards like your dog so you can keep yeah. track of who's got what. That's fine. There, I'm fine with that. That way, you know, if a unicorn is found, you know, well, these 17 houses have unicorns. And so it's you realize one once once one person gets a unicorn, there's going to be like, you know, new laws passed, right? right absolutely. Your waiting period to own your unicorn, background well, checks. I can imagine the emergency rooms from the Gorings, you know. Herman? <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. Had to. I tried to wait long enough where you wouldn't keep it. But <laughs> This is True Really News. Send email to TITR at net